You're listening to the Do the Damn Thing podcast with Liz Heron, episode 24. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Do the Damn Thing podcast. My name is Liz Heron, and I am your personal cheerleader, helping you get off your butt and on your way to trying something new, facing your fears, or realizing your dreams. No matter what your damn thing is, whether it's asking for a raise at work, organizing your house, getting out of that toxic relationship, or pursuing your passion project, This show will provide you with real-world, tangible tips and inspiration so you can live the life you deserve. If you're ready to do the damn thing, then you have come to the right place. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now let's jump in. Hello, friends. How are you doing today? I'm doing amazing. I am home from what feels like a lot of traveling and... uh, which not complaining, I love traveling, but it is so nice to be home and, and I'm almost completely unpacked from those uh, back-to-back trips. And it does, it's just, I just like being home right now. I just enjoying these summer days. My, um, as you know, on my summer bucket list, it was to get my backyard together and to like be another like living space in my home. And it's really coming along and we're eating out there almost every single night which just feels, it's like it's, we're getting into that groove for a while. We were like, wait, why are we still eating in this like sweltering hot kitchen? <laughs> we could be outside. So um, I even take my coffee out there in the morning if it doesn't get, if, you know, if it's not too hot yet. So uh, I'm just really enjoying it. It's nice to be home. It's nice to just kind of be in these like last few lazy days of summer for us. For us in LA, school starts in about 10 days from when you're listening to this, which is what? Like I'm still not used to that. I grew up on the East Coast, so school didn't start until after Labor Day. And I mean, my son's going into the eighth grade. You'd think I'd be used to this by now, but I'm still not. Like (laughs) every year I'm like, what? What do you mean school starts in the middle of August? It's still summer. So, but if you listen to my summer bucket list episode, you know that I carry summer over into at least September 21st. Here we tend to get like a heat wave in September, October. So you just keep that, keep the summer going. You can go to the beach in October. So I'm, I'm just hanging on to that. Um, still got a couple of things left on my bucket list to do this summer, including paddle boarding. I, um, I do have a Groupon for that. So I'm excited. I'm exciting. I'm excited about that. And I am exciting as well. Also, I thought that I would be, um, I thought I was actually going to get a chance to paddleboard. We were in Hawaii, but we didn't. It was kind of crowded. And I, um, I'll admit it, I kind of chickened out. Like there were a lot of people around. And I was like, oh, this doesn't fit into the idea of what I had in mind, in my head of just like me alone <laughs> in a lagoon <laughs> paddleboarding. So I, um, I didn't do it, which, what are you going to do? So I'll do it here. And I'm super excited about that. And um, yeah, so how, how are your summer bucket list going along? Are you, checking stuff off? Are you getting, not getting stuff done, but are you just enjoying the summer? Are you doing things that you're excited about? And, um, that just kind of say summer too. I've been eating a lot of popsicles, which was not necessarily on my bucket list, but something about popsicles just says summer to me. So I have been eating a lot of popsicles. (laughs) Um, so I know that this time of year, kind of like as we're going into, you know, kind of leaving summer for some of us, um, but like this, like August, September timeframe, it's, this is kind of the time of year when folks start feeling the need to get organized again, right? Like planners usually come out in January and then they come out again in like, for like August. And it's like back to school 
it's almost like a second New Year's, right? Like we make all these resolutions and have all these visions and dreams in January. And then in August and September, like we do the same kind of thing. And I think our bodies and minds are just so programmed after years of schooling and like new school year back to school that we see this as another time of beginning. And so since we are in that new beginnings, this coming out of the summer days, um, I wanted to take this month to talk about time. And it's the first time that I've done a series on one topic here on the podcast. And I'm kind of excited and curious to see how it goes. So um, this month, we're going to be talking about our thoughts around time, as well as talking about practical, actionable strategies to help you use your time a bit more wisely or in a way that feels better for you, right? And so today I'm going to talk about how our thoughts affect our time and our experience of it, as well as the main ways that we waste time. And then in coming weeks, I'm going to be talking about my favorite time-saving, I don't know if it's like a trick or it's just, it's something that I do that I find helps me maximize my time. And um, we're also going to talk about some other time management strategies. We're going to talk about why you should resist the siren song of multitasking. And then we're also going to talk about everyone's favorite overwhelm, right? We're coming into that time of year where it kind of feels like once back to school starts and then there's like Halloween and the holidays and New Year's, right? Like, and and everybody just gets that like, ah, and so we're going to do a whole show based on, based on talking about overwhelm. So it's going to be a really fun month and I'm really, really excited. So before we dive into today's topic, I wanted to let you know that I've added some more openings to my coaching calendar which is so exciting just because it's kind of growing and I'm adding another day. And um, so I've got some open spots. So if you want to get a fresh perspective on an issue that you're having, or you need some clarity on what's keeping you from reaching your goals, um, I'm here and it's free. So to set up a a call with me, just email me at hello at lizheron.com and we can set up a time to chat. It's super easy. It's super fun. It it doesn't hurt at all. (laughs) Okay. So let's dive in. The answer to this question I'm about to ask might be obvious based on the topic of the podcast uh, today, but go with me, okay? So what is the one thing that people wish they had more of? You might think right away money, right? But it's actually time. So there was a survey done that where they said that 80% of working adults, both with and without children, wish that they had more time to spend with their friends and family. And there was a Harvard study that was done that showed that people with more time and less money were happier than people with more money and less time. So it's really interesting because if you think about it, right, with more time, but you can make money with time, but you can't really make time with money, right? We all get the same 24 hours that we all get. So it's time is literally the only thing we can't get more of, right? You can't get 25 hours in a day. We all get these 24 hours, what you do with them, right? The things that we do with them, the thoughts we think, that's how our experience with time is affected, right? So sometimes we feel like we have no time. And then there's other times when we feel like we have all the time in the world, right? Like we've all had that time, (laughs) time, time, time. We're going to be saying that word a lot. Um, We've all had those days at work that just drag on, right? And like, Even if you're doing stuff, like you might be working on a project and you look over and it's like 11.05 and then you're like working on it, working on it, working on it. And you look over and it's like 11.13. Like really? Not even 10 minutes have passed, right? Like it's just dragging. And then there are those other days where it feels like the day is over, like, and you've just put down your bag, 
right? Like you just got there. So, and then there are times, right? Like we've had this where you're like, oh my God, could this day be any longer? And then like your colleague or your friend is like, what are you talking about? Like this day has gone by so fast, right? So it's really about how we, um, how we experience those same 24 hours in a day is really relative, right? We all get those same 24 hours. We use them differently depending on a lot of factors, um, our values, um, our schedules. Like, but the main determination of how we use those 24 hours are our thoughts about time, right? So take a look at like, what are your beliefs around time? Do you believe it passes slowly? Do you believe it passes quickly? Like, does that change depending on what you're doing? Right. Sometimes they always say like, you know, time, time goes so fast when you're having fun. Um, like the Bengals song, but like, yeah, like, is it, does it change depending on what you're doing? Right. And then really start listening to the way you talk about time. Right. Are you always saying, oh, I didn't have time to get to that. Or I'd love to take that dance class, but I just don't have time. Or there's never enough time in a day. Or um, mommy doesn't have time to play right now right? That one probably stings. I think we've all kind of said those things where we're like, ah, like we're giving up our, we're, we're sacrificing our time with the people we love, right? For whatever reason, right? Because we don't have time. And so all of those thoughts and beliefs affect how you experience time. So just saying those sentences like made me tense and anxious. (laughs) So if you're constantly thinking those thoughts that you don't have time, well, then guess what? You don't have time. And your tension tense and anxious on top of it. So the reverse is also true. So if you're thinking, there's plenty of time to do all the things I need to do today, or time is on my side, or I always have time to play with you, right? Like those senses just feel more relaxed and content. And thinking those things, those thoughts will give you more time because you're not running around in overwhelm and anxiety. Okay. So I really want you to think about how you're using your time. You have a general idea of what you did yesterday, but you're probably, you know, it's probably the numbers are probably fudged a little bit, right? So today I want you to rec, I want you to write down everything you did yesterday. Or if you're listening to this early enough in the day, like do it as you go along today. It's kind of like a food journal, but for your time, right? So be sure to include um, the time you slept and eating and like all, all the things that you did. And you might be surprised or maybe not (laughs) at where your time is going. Like I did this and it was a little, um, I want to say embarrassing, but eye-opening, I guess, to see in writing just how much time I was spending scrolling on Facebook and Instagram or playing that match three game on my phone, right? I think most smartphones now have these apps and stuff where it'll tell you how much your screen time is. Like that's a great indicator too, to kind of pull that, to kind of see like what you're doing with your time and how much time you're spending on your phone, how much time you're spending, um, just Netflixing, right? Like just binging. And, and I think a lot of times we're not, we think we know how we spent our day, but until you write it down and see it, like you, that really shows you for sure. So really take the time to do an honest accounting of your time and the way you spend your day. And so, and once you've done that, just look at it, right? Like what are your thoughts that come up about it? Are you happy with the way your time was spent? Are there any surprises there? Um, Is there anything that you wish you'd done differently with your time? And, you know, again, try to do it in a way that's not 
judging yourself because we'll talk about why that's a waste of time too. So just do it without judgment. Just kind of look at it and just kind of think like, hmm, is that really the best use of my time? Like what could I have, what would I, what would I like to have done differently? And then just know that that accounting is you on autopilot. That's your default use of time, right? You weren't expecting to have to account for that time. You weren't expecting to do this. So just really take a look at it. And, um, and then I want you to think about how do you want to use your time, right? Like what does your ideal day look like? Or what does, like, you can even go back and look at, like, if you could redo that day, right? You could do that. But yeah, like, so what does your ideal day look like? Like what is, and it could be your pie in the sky day, or you can take the day before, like if you had to redo that day, what would it have looked like? Or you can take tomorrow as your example. Okay. Like what would your ideal tomorrow be? Is it waking up, you know, an hour early to have some time for yourself after getting eight hours of sleep? Is it, you know, not hitting traffic and only having like a 20 minute commute? Um, you know, maybe it's just like not feeling rushed as you go about your day. So what is your ideal version of tomorrow in regards to time and how you're spending it? And then I want you to go a little bit deeper. I want you to think, well, I want you to answer this question and write it down. What if tomorrow was your last day? What would it look like then? Would it look different from the ideal day that you put down? Like, I got this idea because my son is think is um is thinking my son is reading a book right now where the concept is that you could get a call at any time saying that you're going to die in the next 24 hours. And the book follows two characters who get that call. But it got me thinking, if you got that call right now, what would your next 24 hours look like? Right? And it's I think in the book you're not even guaranteed the 24 hours. It could happen any time within the 24 hours. So right? Like what would your next 24 hours look like? And I said last week, and this kind of dovetails with the book too, right? It's like your time isn't guaranteed. Like you're not even guaranteed those 24 hours, but what for this exercise you are, but you're not guaranteed time here on earth, right? It's you're and it's not, no one says like, okay, yeah, but at, at age 98, that's when everybody dies. So you're good until then, right? So really go there and imagine tomorrow is the last day of your life, right? Cause it could be like, how would you spend that time? And after you do that, Look at the difference between your ideal day, your last day, and then your actual day, like how you're actually spending your time, right? Like what's coming up? Like, where do you want to spend more time? What are the things that you would let go of, right? Between your ideal day and your last day version, right? It's like, I'm sure like on your ideal day, you're like, oh, I'm going to let go of like, you know, wasting time on Facebook or whatever it is. And then what's, what else do you then call from the ideal day to your last day? And I think that's really going to help you reveal the things that are important as well as a lot of places that you're wasting your time because there's places that we waste our time that we don't even think like, well, yes, scrolling on Facebook and Instagram when, you know, it's like, Oh, I'm going to bed. And then you're like, wind up scrolling for two more hours, which I'm totally guilty of. <laughs> Tyler will tell you I'm like, I'm tired. And then on the phone, Right. So there's things that we know that are obvious ways that we're wasting our time. But let's take a look at some of the things that like maybe we don't realize are wasting as much time as we think. Number one, worrying. Right. How much time do you spend worrying about what might happen? Right. Whether it's your kids, your partner, you, your friends, your family, you're worrying about your job. Like 
all that time that you spend worrying. Worrying is never productive. It can feel productive, right? Because you're like, oh, I got to come up with all these. And then if this happens and this happens and, you know, it can feel like you're coming up with plans, but you're really not because those things haven't happened. You're not actually taking action. You're, you're just kind of, you're just kind of spinning, right? You're, it never produces anything of value. It just wastes your time. There's a great quote from Irma Bombeck, um, and she says that worry is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it never gets you anywhere. And I think that is so spot on. It can feel like you're really doing something. You're really rocking. <laughs> you're going back and forth. You're not getting anywhere, right? So that worry is a huge time waster. And that's not to say like if there's something that you can actually affect change and like take action on, great. But if you're just sitting and worrying and spinning out about it and, and getting anxious, like you're wasting your time. Another one is people pleasing, right? We do this because we hope that like we're somehow going to make people feel a certain way about us, right? So it's like whether or not we say like yes to something we really want to say no to or um you know, or whether it's just like changing our behavior in the hopes that it's going to, you know, make someone think a certain thing, right? So, but here's the thing, right? Nothing you do can make someone think anything. They're going to think whatever they want, no matter what, no matter what. I posted um, on last week about a conversation that I overheard while we were in Hawaii. And so we're at breakfast and it's this beautiful Hawaiian morning and we're like overlooking the beach and it's just so pretty and the weather is perfect. And the table behind us, um, was a couple and I don't know if they were, um, honeymooning or what it was, but like they were, you know, clearly a romantic couple and, and the guy, or the woman was taking some pictures, taking lots of pictures of the beach and the, you know, the sun was coming up and it was this beautiful moment. And the guy starts telling her like, well, you can take pictures, but don't post them. Don't post a lot of pictures because, you know, we don't want people to think we're showing off. We don't want people to think we're rubbing their noses in it. Um, and it caused a little bit of tension between them. And I could feel, I could feel it at the next table, right? Cause she's like, well, I want to post whatever I want to post. Right. And he's like, Oh, don't, you know? And so then they had this tension between them at this like beautiful breakfast. And I just was thinking like, what are you doing? Like you're, you're wasting your time, this beautiful time in paradise, this beautiful time with, you know, this person that you love and you're in Hawaii and you're wasting it by worrying about like pleasing others and not upsetting others and, and worrying about what they might think about you being on vacation and posting a bunch of pictures. Like what? Like I literally, I was like, fuck that noise. That is such a waste of your time and just don't do it. Like, it's just, I know we're all like programmed to do it. And I think there's like the human condition, right. Of like making the tribe and all that stuff. But like, it's such a waste of time because nothing you do is going to make someone think a certain thing. There's no guarantees to that, right? Like you have no control of what other people think. So just stop worrying about it. Uh, the other thing is confusion and indecision, right? So, so many times we're like, oh, I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. And or like, I'm, I, there's just a lot of like, a lot of spinning out around that, right? So, and by wallowing in confusion and indecision, by not making a decision, you're choosing to remain stuck while time just 
marches on past you, right? So stop being confused, which I mean, you might be like, I don't understand. <laughs> Here's the thing. How do you stop being confused? Instead of saying that you're confused, right? Instead of thinking, oh, I'm confused. I don't know what to do. Instead, try changing that thought to, I'm figuring this out. I'm working on this, right? Because confusion does feel very like inactive. Whereas I'm working on this, I'm figuring it out. There's a lot more action to it, right? And then take action, make a decision. And whether it works out or not, it moves you forward. And that's always a valuable use of your time because you're learning something and you're growing. So stop spinning around. Um, Another time waster is comparison and judgment, right? We spend a lot of time doing this. And again, never a good use of our time. (laughs) If you stopped comparing yourself to others, if you stopped judging people for how they're living their life, if you stop judging yourself, right? Think about how much time you would have to create the life you want. Think about that. If you just stopped worrying, there it is again, worrying. If you stopped comparing yourself and then judging yourself and others, how much time would you get back? How much time would you have to actually do the things you want to do, live the life the way you want it to? Okay. Another big um, time suck, another time waster, a big one is regret. Look, we've all made mistakes. We've all done things we wish we hadn't, but what's done is done. You can't change the past. So the best use of a past mistake is to learn from it and move on. There's no point arguing with the past, right? So just drop the regret, pick up the lesson and move on. All right. So the next time regret pops up, look at it without judgment, right? Because again, that's a time waster and ask yourself, what was the lesson you learned from it? Okay. And then move on. Be like, oh yeah, that, yep, that's what I learned. Thank you. Thank you next. <laughs> right? So move on. Don't waste time wishing you could have done something differently, done something differently. Because if you could have done something differently, you would have. Case closed. Right? And the reason we know that is because like you would have done it differently, but you didn't. So that's it. What's done is done. Pick up your lesson and move on. All right. And then the last one is the big one. It's overwhelm. Overwhelm is what I think is the biggest time waster, right? And we're going to tackle this in its own show because I think it is the one feeling that comes up the most um, whenever I've asked you all about time. And let me just say this, because we're going to go into it in a deeper show. Overwhelm never leads to action. It always leads to inaction. And you might want to argue with me about this, but sorry, it's true. (laughs) Overwhelm never leads to action, right? So think about it. When you're feeling overwhelmed, what do you do? Uh, Do you turn around in circles looking for the car keys that are already in your hand? Yeah, I do that. I've done that. Do you lay on the couch and play that match three game? Because it's just, there's just too much to think about. It's overwhelming. Do you take a nap, scroll Instagram? Like when you feel overwhelmed, you wind up wasting all the time you say you don't have. So it never, ever, ever leads to action. Okay. So those are the, uh, the top time wasters. So as you're going, um, through your week this week, I want you to just be aware of these little time suckers, these time vampires, right? Don't feel like you have to make a big change right away. 
I think a lot of times people want to do that. They're like, oh, I totally do that. Now I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to not do that. I'm going to make a big change. No, no, no. Just like raise your awareness. Just be aware of it this week and see when it happens and be like, oh yeah, oh, that's happening. Okay. Just start to be aware of how they show up and what happens when they do, right? What you, what do you feel? You know, kind of what are your thoughts around it? What, um, and what, what happens? What do you do when those things pop up? Okay. Okay, friends, I am going to go enjoy my backyard. <laughs> and uh, I have loved spending this time with you. This has been a wonderful use of my time. I'm so excited. And uh, I hope you have a great week. Okay, friends. And also don't forget before I sign off, don't forget to review the podcast on iTunes. There's a link in the show notes um, and also on the website so that I can then feature you on an upcoming episode as our review of the week or listener of the week. All right, gang, have a great one. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you loved what you heard, please subscribe, share with your friends, or leave a review on iTunes. As we grow the show, I would love to hear from you. What damn thing did you accomplish this week? Is there a topic you're dying for me to explore on the show? Be sure to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Do The Damn Thing Show and let me know. I can't wait to connect with you and hear all about the action you're taking in your life. In the meantime, get out there and do the damn thing.